welcome to the sixth season of For the Quantum Grammar Shoot podcast. I'm your host, Colin Jason Hyphen Matthew Colin Glass, and in this season, I'm going to be concentrating much more on the grammar and sharing my knowledge thereof. To those listeners who are serious about the grammar and are serious about learning it and about learning the benefits that it can present to you as a tool in your navigations through your day-to-day life. Thank you very much for joining me. What I like to do from time to time is in the community section of my YouTube channel, I will post a poll titled for the question of the day period and I'll list several choices for the viewer to pick as to what I will address in a one minute YouTube short video called question of the day for the question of the day and as an idea for the podcast I figured I would address all the questions that lost in that poll in this podcast and in the YouTube video would just address the one that won. So here we go. So one of the choices was what advice, what piece of advice would I give a beginner learning quantum grammar? And I get this all the time because there are quite a lot of beginners out there who are just discovering this, which I do, you know, my heart goes out to them to come upon this stuff at this point in time because if they had discovered it prior to 2018, they would have seen a completely different domain, a completely different feel and vibe to it. A much more open, a much more friendly um, type of condition of state. But unfortunately, after Colin David Eiffel and Winkle Miller passed away in 2018, All that has been modified and changed, which relates to another question I'm going to be addressing in this podcast. So the one piece of advice I would give would be be consistent and thorough. This is something for me when I was learning it, I had to do it every single day, every day, couldn't skip a day, every day as much study as I could pack in, I did. Hours and hours and hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. I tried to find the best teachers that I could find. I vetted the teachers. Fortunately for me, prior to discovering correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar, or stumbling upon it and seeing David Wynn Miller's videos, I studied and got closure on a method called the Trivium method, which is grammar, logic, and rhetoric. So I was able to vet people pretty easily to find out who knew what. So I was able to sift through the charlatans, sift through the individuals who perhaps thought they knew something but didn't. How do you do that? You ask questions. And however the teacher reacts to the question, tells you what they know and what they don't know. I mean, if they get angry at you and they can't answer the question because whatever reason, then that means 
they either don't have the closure or they don't want to share it with you. So I immediately cast those people off to the side and tried to find credible, open, uh, honorable teachers, which I did, and was consistent with it and did it every single day, every single day, which I still do to some degree. So that's the one piece of advice I would give. Be consistent and be thorough. second question was do you teach in-person seminars I've been asked this many times over the years and my answer is this I have not taught an in-person seminar meaning a crowd of people I've not yet done that I have taught people in person one-on-one I mean, like actually physically in the same room together, I have done that, but I've not taught uh, taught a group of people in, in a seminar. And it's, it's a simple reason. It's logistics and it's feasibility. If someone out there, and it doesn't matter to me where you're located on the earth, if you have a group of people and you want to learn this stuff and you want to request my services as far as teaching this, well, then you, of course, would have to provide for rule one, rule equal compensation for me to take time away from my life and doing what I normally do every day, um, which is providing value to my household in whatever way that shape or form that takes. You know, my everyday life, you would have to compensate that. And then because I'm giving you my now space to teach you for however many hours or however many days Uh, you would like, then you would have to also do a rule one, rule equal compensation for that. It's value for value. How much is it worth to you? What is my now space and my knowledge share worth to you? And then if you're okay with that and I'm okay with that, which is contract, then of course I would be more than happy to come to wherever you are or you come to wherever I am and we do it. I'm willing to teach in any type of environment like that as long as the rule one, rule equal performances are maintained. And also, of course, the honor, grace, and the peace neutrality. Uh, The next choice in the poll was, what is the main difference between an adverb and an adjective? And I found this interesting that basically no one picked this one. I think this had the least amount of votes, which gives credence to my claim that although a lot of people claim they want to learn correct sentence structure, Deep down psychologically, they don't because they're not asking the right questions. They're not focusing on the correct mechanics. They'd rather talk about why is there so much uh, dissent within the quantum crowd? Uh, Will this work for me in court, et cetera, et cetera. These theoretical things, because that's what their knowledge of the grammar is, is theoretical. And for some reason, they keep circling around it rather than cutting right to the center, which 
is actually what I did when I started learning it. Right away when I saw it in a theoretical sense, when I first stumbled upon it, my question wasn't, hey, does this work? Or why is everybody arguing? Why are Russell and, and Mark arguing with each other? Why are David and Russell arguing? I, I didn't really care about any of that. I cut right through and was trying to find a grammar tutor. And it took me a good four or five months to find a tutor that knew what they were talking about, that I could tell that they knew what they were talking about. I vetted them. I went through a lot of people who didn't know what the hell they were talking about or they didn't want to share. They acted like they knew, but they didn't want to share it with me. Hence, that developed way back then a plan in my mind that I would get closure on this grammar. I would follow through. I would do what I said I was going to do, which would become a correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar, contract writer, and teacher. Because everything is contract, so everyone can basically be considered a contract writer. But a correct sentence structure contract writer, that's a little different. So anyways, I accomplished these things because this was a void that I felt needed to be filled. I felt, you know, when I was learning this, man, I wish there was a YouTube channel with all this stuff on here. Just grammar. So for those that are serious about it, bam, they can just go to this channel and study and study. So because it wasn't there, I created it and put it there. And I don't know anyone else out there who has done this. Or at least done it with correctness. So in any case, to answer the question, it's very simple. What is the difference between the main difference between an adverb and an adjective is an adverb is non-tangible contract and an adjective is tangible contract. Period. End of story. An adverb can modify a verb. An adverb can modify an adjective. An adjective only can modify another adjective or a pronoun. That's it. How simple was that? So the next choice in the poll was, why is there so much dissent within the quantum crowd? And for me, and this is just an opinion, I think it goes back to what I said earlier, that I think the majority of people who say they want to learn this don't really want to learn it. They would rather participate in the soap opera-ish drama of correct sentence structure uh, themed correct sentence structure themed videos created by or narrated by individuals who aren't talking about grammar mechanics ever rather they're talking about their opinions their judgments upon other people things that they've done things that they're gonna do, slandering people, telling outright lies about people with no proof, no evidence, making claims with no evidence, all opinion, assumption, presumption, communicated in adverb, verb, adjective, pronoun, verbosity. This is what's happening. 
This is nothing new. This, I'm just telling you this is what's happening because I don't see any correct sentence structure performances. I mean, holy cow. I think there's at least four or five different types of fiction babble claims for the Title IV flag masquerading as correct sentence structure claims, but they're not because there are mistakes all over them. Uh, I think there's at least three individuals claiming to be postmaster general, none of which ever served in the military as far as I know. And if you're going to say that's fiction military, well then where's the fact military? I haven't seen proof of that either. Um, claiming to have some sort of postal court. Well, anyone can have a postal court if you know how to do it. Anyone. And I'm not just saying that because I have used my own postal court successfully since 2017. And what does that mean? I mean, people might say mean that that sounds kind of like uh, dramatic, but it's not. It's just making claims through your mailbox. It's pretty simple. It's no big deal. Really, it's not. People try to make it sound like it is, but it's not. And, um, you know, so there it is. I think it's because that all the things that people choose to listen to are basically opinion, assumption, presumption, having nothing to do with grammar mechanics. Bottom line, where the facts are and where the facts are certified, there will be no argument. There will be no assumption, presumption because they're facts and they've been positioned with correctness. Where there's opinion and assumption, presumption, there's going to be argument. There's going to be chaos. Why? Because there's no facts. And that's what you see in these videos. You, the listener right now, I challenge you to find one video by any of the major, whatever you want to call them, celebrities in this crowd. And the two main ones would be Mark Gershon Christopher and Russell J. Gould. You find me one video from them in the last 365 days where they have shared specific grammar mechanics, specific correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar mechanics with the viewer in a video teaching it. Show me one. I will bet you anything you want that you can't find one in the public. That's my bottom line, because I concentrate on the grammar. And that's the reason I think why there's so much dissent within the quantum grammar crowd is because this perpetual soap opera is going on and no one is really concentrating on the grammar. If you do want to concentrate on the grammar, that's where I come in. And I think, you know, I am blessed to have a little over 4,000 subscribers. I've come a long way from when I started. I'm very blessed and grateful and thankful because I feel like those 4,000 people at least are headed in the correct direction because they just want to learn the grammar and they don't want to concentrate on the drama. But if you take my subscriber count and compare it to the two other individuals that I mentioned, I'm not even a, a speck on a sandy beach because they have so many subscribers. It's because... That's the programming, and this is my opinion, that's the programming of the fiction. It's a fiction construct. They want you to get involved in adverb, verb, adjective, pronoun, assumption, presumption, opinion. 
the lies, the slandering, the drama, the chaos. And then else they might say to you, whoa, out of chaos comes order. That's the biggest load of BS I've ever heard in my life. Chaos comes from chaos. <laughs> and order's no contract anyways. I don't care about any of that. My concern is correctness and loyalty to the facts with the truth, period. Thank you for joining me and sharing your now space with me uh, during the, this continuum of this podcast. I appreciate it. It amazes me that uh, people do place value in what I have to say, and I try to keep it as correct as I can, as much as one can, using adverb, verb, adjective, pronoun, fiction, babble, verbalizations. Again, this is a podcast of opinion. The facts are contained on my YouTube channel. Of course not. To teach correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar, one must use fiction babble to teach it, plain English to teach it. Because as I'm, you know, I've said in other places, if you're an English speaker and you want to learn Russian, if you get someone who only knows how to learn, uh, speak Russian, and that's how they speak to you and they have a textbook written in Russian, do you really think you're going to be able to learn Russian from them? And do you think you're going to be able to do it quickly and efficiently? No. The way you learn another language as an adult most times is your teacher would have to speak your nativity tongue or a tongue, a language that you know and use that as a, as a link, as a bridge to the grammar, to the language that you want to learn. And that's how it works. And so that's why my YouTube channel, I'm speaking in plain English. Although there are videos there where I do speak in correct sentence structure. And I mean verbally. Actually, I had a, I think it was a SoundCloud channel for a while where I actually would put up sound bites of me just freeforming correct sentence structure, uh, which was fun for a while. But really, if you walk around doing that, I don't think anyone would comprehend what you're trying to say. That's only for uh, extreme circumstances. And uh, it's a very special thing and a special skill to have. And uh, hopefully, you know, if you choose to learn this grammar, that will be something that uh, you can do. Again, thanks for joining me. If you have any grammar questions or if you'd like to apply for a correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar performance workshop, you can email me at jasonmatthewg17 at gmail.com. We'll set up a 10, 15 minute um, video consultation and go from there. Thank you.